on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Apparently there is a normal way to shower, an unhinged way to shower, and then there's something called the rotisserie chicken method. That's me. I already know what that is. I'm you already, a rotisserie You already baby. know what rotisserie. You're a, you're a Costco rotisserie chicken, $5 a pound. 100%. Well, no, $5 total. It's more than the pound. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I didn't even catch that. Yes, $5 for the entire thing. Thank You're you. You're spending $5 a pound on a rotisserie chicken. You just paid too much. All right? That's what happened. So, <laughs> there is a TikToker named Alexandra Lee. She posted this video. It's gone viral. Millions and millions of views. Thousands and thousands of comments. Her and her mom apparently got in an argument about how they shower. So, um, I, I don't suggest just like talking to your mom about showering. That just seems a little odd, but do your thing. So she said, how do you shower? The TikToker says, well, I shower facing away from the shower head. Her mom said that she faces the shower head. And apparently there's a right way or an unhinged way to shower. So what are they saying is the right way? She says the right way is you face away from the shower head, which is what I do. Okay, I so let the shower hit my on back. Your back. Yes. Now, okay. eventually, I have to get my chest. Yes, I'm not just walking in. But I would say 85 to 90% of the time I'm in the shower, it is hitting my back and I'm looking at the wall. That's what I'm doing. I okay, can't imagine just staring at the shower head like some freak. Okay, I do that. So so I just face, stare at it? I face the water. in the face? Well, kind of my chest. My head's out of the way. But I, I uh, let the water hit me that direction. I'm facing the faucet or the whatever, the spout. Shower head, yeah. Yeah, the shower head. And then um, I rotisserie. I flip around. I turn. I slowly move around as I do it. Wait, you just got on a constant rotation like a Teletubby or something? <laughs> what? You know, that scene, don't they don't they rotate around the sun or something like that? I don't I know what no a idea, Teletubby but, does. But I don't know. primarily I'm facing the shower head. Um, okay. And that I think is because of my hair. So maybe I'd be interested to know what other women do because my hair, if I'm washing it and conditioning it, I'm out of the water. Like my head is out of the water because it conditions for a couple minutes. Okay. So if I'm facing away from the water, it's going to be on my hair. Does that make sense? So I don't put it on my head Got it. That makes until sense. I'm ready to rinse out my hair. I just Aren't you getting hit by the ricochets? Like ricochets of what? The, the water, like the, the shower head. Okay. It's not so, bouncing off of me. No, but what I'm saying is even if I'm showering... And I'm facing the shower head. Even if it's hitting, let's say it's hitting my sternum collarbone area. I still feel like it's going to get bounced and I'm going to get misted in the face. And I don't want to get misted in the face. I guess I've never noticed. I, I like the mist on the face, I guess. I shower the same way that I have like my entire life. And I, I put the shower head down to about my mid-back. I stand in the shower. I look down. I, it's not a great look. I look like a pear. And then I put both of my hands kind of right above my um, my uh, butt crack, and then I just kind of sit there and <laughs> ponder life. And I normally do that, and then I body so wash, and then I get out of there. You cross your arms behind your back, and you just stand yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally Got it. I see what you're almost saying. Almost like a, a man in the 1920s waiting for a bus stop, right? Like waiting at the train station. Or, you know, just looking <laughs> like a creep with a top yeah, a top hat and a coat, and I just kind of face down, and I let the water hit my back. I think rotisserie is the way to go. Slowly turn and get all angles. That's what I normally do. That's Why am really I picturing is. just someone just standing there and just going in these small circles like some freak? You just do what feels good. Okay. You do what feels right. But primarily I am facing the actual shower head because I feel like my hair situation does that. This is also a man right now talking that uh, grew up with bathtubs. I did not have a shower till I was in college. So first first regular. It's still a new experience yeah, for you. Outs- uh, truly. Like I, I missed out on, I don't know, 19 to 20 years of 
of actually showering like a normal person. I would only shower in hotel rooms until I got to college. And then I actually got like some time showering. So why am I? Should, I shouldn't, I no should give you the bath. It. Yeah, I'll give you my bathtub routine. Yeah, what do you do at the bath? Okay, you draw a bath. It was a claw bathtub. Um, I, you would sit there in the bathtub and I would lay down. The water would be up to about my collarbone again. Lay down. I would do one dunk and then I would shampoo, do one more dunk, rinse it out, get the conditioner. This is when I had hair. Condition my hair, dunk myself under really quick. And then the, the body wash, you sit up. I do my upper body, dip in, and then I get up, and then I lift one leg up, do my leg and thigh, dip that in, do my uh, left leg, left leg, leg and thigh, dip that in, and then I get out. I am amazed. What about your butt? How do you wash the that? The butt is naturally washed just sitting in the tub. You don't wash it in the tub? I did not. When scr- you would bathe? No. The, no, it would be scrubbed. It's scrubbed naturally by sitting in there. I, <laughs> I swear to you, I never scrub my butt in the tub. <laughs> and I live to tell the tale. <laughs> no, the butt is literally underwater the entire time. You've got and to scrub Lauren, that, Joey. Lauren, didn't you hear all the stuff that's in the bathtub by the time I'm done? Yeah, Shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to tell you. when I If I was, like, really dirty and I like maybe I worked outside, I mean, literally, you could see a film of, like, oh dirt, dead gosh. skin. Oh, Yeah. Baths I, are disgusting. I don't think I have ever bathed in a bath unless I was a small child. Yeah. I have never cleaned, taken a bath to clean myself. Yeah, imagine being a sophomore in high school and crawling and in a bathtub. you didn't wash your butt. No. That no. is just something else. I'm so glad you shower now. <laughs> I just want everyone to know I have an unwashed butt. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. Uh, time for trending stories. Lauren gets you in the loop so you don't sound like an idiot at work today. Mackenzie Scott is Jeff Bezos. You might still sound like an idiot at work. Mackenzie Scott, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Yeah. Richest woman on the planet, Love I her think. to death. Married the math teacher, then divorced the math teacher. She has donated $2.2 billion to charity this year. Billion. With a B. She's, I, She's amazing. Truly. Why doesn't she get the Peace Prize or whatever? Why doesn't she become Time Person of the Year? Move over, Tay-Tay. It should be Mackenzie Scott. I mean, think of her story. She gets a divorce and immediately is the wealthiest woman on the planet just from the divorce proceedings. If I was single, (laughs) that's all I'm saying. If I was single, I'm not, obviously, but uh, sup, Mackenzie Scott. Yeah, $2.2 billion, so that's just incredible. If you could become a billionaire, but I would need to be married to Mackenzie Scott for a year, do you sign up for that deal? Yes. So for a year, I go away. <laughs> I live with Mackenzie Scott. I become yes. I become her new husband. Yes. And then I come back a year yes. later and I go, here, you got a billion dollars. Let's roll off Because I get a year to myself. Yeah. I get a year of quiet and then I become a billionaire. I can't see you or the kids, though, for a whole year. You couldn't do that. You couldn't be without the kids for a whole year. You Try me. <laughs> <laughs> for a billion wow. dollars? For a billion dollars. <laughs> I got to go play patty cake with Mackenzie Scott and play all cool and everything. I could do it for a billion. This is like some dirty, rotten scoundrel stuff, man. You seen that movie ever? Um, I have. It's Steve Martin and um, oh, what's the other guy's name? I think he played the butler in Batman. Either way. Oh yeah, I've yeah, it's about name. you know it's about conning people. I feel like I could do it. So there's a bride who's gone viral after she decides to charge no show fees to guests who cancel last minute. Man, that's. Uh, people are upset by this. I've been reading a lot of comments online. People are saying that's. Not okay. What if someone has an emergency? Stuff like that. But you think about all the money you spend. Yeah. All yeah. the money on the meals, right? Everything, catering, all the stuff for your guests. Yeah. And if they just don't show up, that's those, out of your the, pocket. And those spots could have gone to somebody else. I mean, it's 
it, it's a it's an awkward conversation to send a Venmo request for missing my wedding, you know, for 50 bucks or however much it is. It's not as bad, though, as that couple. Do you remember when we talked about that couple that uh, on their invitation, when you, if you selected, like, you only got steak if you made a uh, gift that was $100 or more. Yeah, and your, if you, your gift yeah. price depended on your food. Yeah, like, so if you only gave a $50 wedding gift, you got chicken. If you gave a $100 wedding gift, you got steak. That was, I think, more right. messed up. Now, listen, if you call ahead of time, you're like, hey, I'm super sick. I can't make it or such and such happened. Oh, my gosh, I wish we could be there. That's a little bit different. But when people just don't show up, you have their table, their seat reserved. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually okay with it. I know restaurants. I It's been a long time, and I was in a big city. It wasn't here. But I remember, like, the restaurant had this big policy at a sign that's like, hey, if you cancel the day of your dinner reservations, you got to pay, like, 30 bucks or something. <sighs> Dang. Doctor's offices, man, they are ruthless. Oh, yeah. Doctor's offices? You kidding me? I've taken our son to his pediatrician before, and we were five minutes late. They canceled our appointment. I was like, what? What five if every, What if everyone was five minutes late, Lauren? Then you're going to have a doctor's woman at 930 at night. It's not going to work. <laughs> I actually prefer that. I feel like I'm available at 930 at night. Yeah. Um, there's a woman who donated her kidney to her boss. Her boss was in dire need of a kidney. She's a wow. match. She donates her kidney to her. She gets fired. No, 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 no. No, no, that's a fake story. Woman There's no got way. Woman fired. Yes, she did. I was going to make a joke that, can you imagine if you got fired later by the guy you gave a kidney to? Yeah, so she was working at an automotive group. Um, she donated her kidney to her boss. I'm asking for the kidney back. And then she says she was mistreated after the words, after the woman got her kidney. Then she's mistreated and got fired, I guess, because she took too long to recover from the surgery. Yeah. Take the kidney back. Right? Girl, what's take the, the kidney back. What's the fine print? Can I have 100%, my kidney back? 100%. I would be like, give me my kidney back. What do you do? Like, I would be so mad. I Mortal Kombat that kidney right out of her. I go, <laughs> <laughs> I grab that sucker. Ooh, I, it's got me mad this morning. I'm mad about it. You know, I was going to give a kidney to a coworker. Now I'm not, just in case. So, sorry. <laughs> it's off the table. For anybody I've told... In the last, you know, year or so, I'm going to give you my kidney. Which is zero. Yep, it's yeah. off the table. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup time. We got Steven with us. Went out with Brits. And uh, he did give us a few little nuggets we'll kind of talk about about this first date with Brit. First and foremost, Steven, PH or V? How do you do your Steven? Yeah, I'm a V. No, you're a V. That's That's, yeah, all right. That changes everything. <laughs> that changes everything. <laughs> uh, no, not v. really. No, no, How, absolutely uh, not. But yeah, tell tell us a little bit about um, Britt. Your first date. You told us uh, she was acting kind of weird. So, so you've already picked up on some of that. Yeah. Well, so look, we had been sort of like together online for like a really long time. Um, not like years, but you know, probably like four months. Oh wow. Just okay. Been, like. Sort of like forming a relationship online. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so never seeing uh, each other physically on a date uh, for four months. Right. Yeah. You know, we we knew each other. We both seen each other. It wasn't like we were going to get catfished. You know. Got it. Okay. Um, but we, we just live a little bit far from each other. We were kind of like, okay, when's the right time? Where's the right place to meet up? And okay. we finally did it. You know, it's really not that far. Okay. Not that far. Um, but mm-hmm. anyway. We go out to this nice dinner, and she's just weird the whole time. Like, I feel like I'm pulling answers out of her to questions, and uh, we, like, I don't know if it was just, like, nerves or what, but it was kind of like, hey, like, 
where are you? Yeah, Brittany? yeah. You know? you're, you, it yeah. felt like a different person. How much of that do you think is because maybe it's like meeting in person for the first time, and and almost you took you guys both took away the security blanket of this online. Hey, I can be sitting on my couch and talking to you and looking at my phone. You, when you go from four months of online to in person, kind of get used to it. Yeah, yeah, it's almost it was easier to just have an online relationship. Do you think that maybe? I think that might have been a part of it, mm-hmm. I, but I don't know because she won't really like talk to me that much. And like, like ever since that day, yeah, it feels like the internet. You know, if, if we're sort of going by those like two versions of ourselves, right? Like, sure, that version of her has been the same as the one I met in the restaurant. Like, I she doesn't really. It's like pulling or something changed, you know? Okay. Yeah, and that's weird, too, because, Joey, to your point, if it were, oh, she's more comfortable online, then now, since, like, post-date, she'd be the same as she was, but she's not. Yeah, that's that's strange. So, and you, your pictures online look like you do in real life. Yeah, and we had even, like, like FaceTimed a couple oh, okay. of times. Okay, all right, all right. You know? So that's even, so I was going to no ask surprise. about that. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so... Um, Steven, let's do this, man. Let's uh, play a song. Let's come back and let's call Britt. We'll talk to her a little bit and try and figure this out, okay? I appreciate that. I appreciate you bet. that. So, Steven with us. Britt is coming up next with Make Up or Break Up. It's time to Make Up or Break Up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Make Up or Break Up. Here we go. Um, we are about to talk to Britt. So, spend a few moments with Steven. They had an online chat relationship for four months four months that's a long yeah. time and their schedules just weren't matching up they live farther away from but each other that's and- got to be a little bit deliberate i mean schedules for four months is a little odd yeah. unless they're both very very busy some people are really comfortable just really establishing a good foundation yeah. virtually before moving sure m- moving through with anything um he mentioned that when they did meet up for the first time um for dinner that she was just kind of quiet, a little bit more reserved, not who she normally yeah. had acted online and, and on, on the phone and on FaceTime, that she was kind of distracted. Is that what he said? Yeah, and Something he like goes, that? listen, we FaceTime, so there's not this there's not this moment where it's like, oh, my gosh, I look nothing like my pictures. She's seen me in video form. If you FaceTime, you obviously kind of know how they are, um, all of that stuff. But obviously something is hanging her up. So we've got Britt's number. Let's talk to Britt. Hello? Hi, uh, Britt. Or is this Britt? Or can we talk to Britt? Yeah, this is Britt. What's going on? Well, hello, Britt. This is uh, Joey and Lauren from Joey and Lauren in the Morning. We are calling you on behalf of a man named Steven that apparently you went on a date with, but also you've been chatting with online. You remember Steven? Hi, Britt, by the way. This is Lauren. You're probably wondering how we know this and why we're calling you. (laughs) Yeah, this is all, it's kind of weird, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you know, that's okay. Um, That's fair, we get that. So we are calling you because we did talk to Steven, and so on our show, we help people out who've been on dates and maybe are having trouble connecting with that person again, and Steven told us a little bit, like, he mentioned you guys have been kind of dating online, and then you met up for dinner, and he says since then, things have been really weird. And so that's why we're calling is to maybe find out from you why that is so that we can tell him. Okay. I mean, Good. yeah, I guess I guess that's okay. Okay. Yeah, so maybe just share with us your side of things. Is there a reason why things have been a little funky? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, let me just say, like, yeah, you're right. We were in touch for quite a while. Like, we um, 
we started out kind of slow, just messaging here and there, and then like we became kind of close, but virtually, like FaceTime, phone messages and all that. And then, you know, we had this first date planned, and I was really excited. And as I'm driving there, there was this guy who was like kind of tailgating me, and like, you know, I'm just not really comfortable with that, and you know, like just kind of being uncool. And then he like same same driver passes me and cuts me off, and I like was like, this is super uncool, right? Like. Like and I, but you know, I didn't flip him off or anything. You don't know like how much road yeah, rage road rage is scary. Yeah. I just like was like, I'm just gonna do my usual thing. I, I got a ticket once and like I can't afford more tickets, so I just drive the speed limit. I'm kind of boring. I drive the speed yeah, limit. Yeah, you, you're a law cheater. Trying to be safe. Okay. Yeah, don't, you don't have to apologize for keeping the law, Brett. <laughs> well, you know. Okay. Well, I just feel my friends make fun of me. But um, so I get you know I pull off where I'm supposed to go to meet with Stephen. And um, I noticed now he was ahead of me, but that car that had cut me off pulled into the same parking lot. And I was like, okay. Um, And uh, we parked, like, not right next to each other or anything, but kind of in the same general area. And when the driver got out of the car, I think you already know. (laughs) Yep, I was was letting you finish. It was Steven. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, so the jerk who, like, (laughs) cut me off into such a – I mean, that's like a red flag for me. That kind of driving Uh in anyone – total red flag so i just I, I don't know people can be so weird so i didn't want to say anything during well, the date but i was sort of just like watching the clock yeah okay <laughs> Britt. you know what this is this is connecting the dots making he, sense now he said you felt distracted on the date or you've changed and, or and something yeah and guess what you're like wow this dude that cut me off and had the little road rage with me is this guy i've been talking to for four Dang, months that's that crazy. would make me so, feel super distracted driver acting like a total jerk turns out to be the guy oh. you're going on a date with yeah. That's hilarious, yeah, but also I'm sorry. And he was like honking at me when he was behind me. Oh, like, I guess gosh. wanting me to speed up over the speed limit or yeah. something. Yeah. And you are admitting you just go the speed limit. And for many people, they think five I mean, over is like the most traditional thing ever. Yeah, I might go one or two miles over. Okay. And then I'm like, oh, I better slow down. Yeah, I like yeah. try to stay exactly at the speed limit because okay. it's not worth it to me. It's Got expensive. It. So, so yeah, your thought process, I'm just going to get through this date. So that makes more sense to us then. Um, Steven actually is on the phone with us. He just flipped to somebody off on the road. Yeah, I'm sure. I actually think it's good. He's getting called out a little bit on this. So, um, yeah, he he heard that. Uh, That's okay. Britt. So we're going to bring Stephen on. Uh, Stephen, do you remember any of this happening? Any of this make sense to you? Yeah, but my first question is, why wouldn't you just tell me about Like, why wouldn't we could talk about it? Well, have you read the stories about people with road rage doing crazy things when it's addressed? I just didn't want to go there. Yeah, but you know, like, well, you know me. I'm not a crazy person. How do I know? I talked to you. I mean, yeah, we've been in touch online, but I never met you in real life. And I got a taste of what you're like in real life before our date. Uh, okay. How I remember that interaction is very, very different from the way that you're describing. Okay. What I remember was a fairly crowded highway and you going 60 in the left lane. Oh, okay. I was driving the left lane. I never drive in the left lane. I'm I love it. <laughs> now we're having a traffic conversation. So, wow. Stephen, you're claiming that it wasn't that it was, bad, or are you claiming the tailgating, the swerve, the honking was justified? Because you're you're sitting here and you're saying I would honk at anybody in that situation. I'm not stupid. I drive in the slow lane because I know I drive slow because I drive the speed limit. I'm not dumb. I'm just safe. I mean, I don't remember all the specifics of it, but I, I remember 
like being stuck all the way through that drive oh and my being gosh. like, oh my God, I have somewhere important I need to be. And that important so, person so was ex- right in front of you. Your excuse is like, oh, I don't want to be late for uh, my date with Brent because she means so <laughs> you, much to me. You and mean it so much. <laughs> I'm willing to honk at strangers that end up being my date. Oh, no. I mean, Stephen, I don't sense an apology here, but like, oh, you know, my emotions got the best of me. I mean, do you, are you, is this something you do on a regular basis? I'm not saying you're honking every day. I mean, I'm not afraid to. You know what I mean? Like, the horn is there for a reason. That is true. I've heard people say that exact thing. Do you have a horn for a reason? You cut me off so bad I had to slam on the brakes. Like, you were trying to make some weird point or something or, like, force me into a rear end, like, to collide into you. Like, what is that? I definitely wasn't trying to break shit, Yuri. Look, I move quickly on the road. I definitely do. He's like, I I didn't know it was you. If I knew it was you. Brett, with that (laughs) said, like, I mean, he clearly didn't know it was you. It's your call. I have a feeling you do not want to go see him again, no matter what, especially without. He was definitely doing it on purpose. He just happened to think that the person was a stranger and not me. It's a red flag. It's an absolute no. It's a red light, really, actually. (laughs) All right. So, um, Stephen, it's not going to work. But I think there's probably some ladies out there that are like, I don't mind a man that honks and swerves. Oh, my gosh. Drive safe. Yes, please. Be careful. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. Time for Would You Rather Wednesday with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for Would You Rather Wednesday. Every Wednesday we answer your Would You Rather questions. You can text them into the number 68719. Let's get it. This question feels like a no-brainer. But then I think about it a little bit more, and the text says, would you rather spend a full day sitting? You cannot get up. You have to sit in one position or a full day standing. You cannot sit down. Full day sitting or full day standing? Yeah, wow. at first I go sitting, obviously, because standing too long, it hurts my legs, it hurts my back. But then Oof. if you are stuck sitting for an entire day, I feel like I would get the itch to want to stand. I'm going to go I'm going to go standing cuz I feel like standing and walking so I feel like I could can I lean? Can I lean? That's a big mm, question. Can I do I the don't. high school, you know, hey Rebecca, can I lean against the lockers? I don't think you can. Got to got to be standing straight up. You can walk. You know what? I'm going to stand because my Apple Watch would be very grateful. It would you know what it would say to me? It'd say finally. I'm so sick of you telling me to stand. Guess what Apple? You're not standing. You're a computer. I would rather sit, I think. I think after a while. I don't know what's with, like, the way my body is built. When I'm on my feet for too long, I have horrible back pain. And I have to be on my feet, like, basically all day. But my back is killing me. My feet kill me at the end of the day if I don't take some time yeah. to sit. I always, so one of my friends, we were, uh, it was, gosh, I think a Christmas concert, you know, one of those school concerts years ago when I was a kid. One of my friends fainted because he stood up and locked his legs too long. Ever since that moment, I am so obsessed with bending my legs when I'm standing for a while. I mean, it'll be 20 seconds, and I think, oh, my gosh, I've locked my yeah. legs too long. I'm going to faint like Mason did during that Christmas concert. This text says, would you rather take a red eye in economy or sit next to a screaming baby in first class? <gasps> Ooh, wow. I would take a red eye. I have no problem I... taking a red eye in economy. Everybody sleeps, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man, first class, I mean, you get that extra room. I think you got to go red eye yeah. in economy. What a bummer, though, sitting first class. Think about paying for a first class ticket. You spent the extra money. Just screaming baby next I to you. I may take that option because if they allow me to help with the baby, who oh, knows? Oh, like you're the baby whisperer, you're maybe, that person. Maybe I could hold the baby and help mom or dad or whoever, and maybe it's a great bonding experience I wanna, and we both I first he- class. Let, let's do a little role play here. 
Because it sounds rude to me if you go, here, do you want me to hold it? See if I can I can get the baby down. So let me let me hear you role play. I'm I'm holding the crying baby. How are you gonna ask right. without sounding like no, you can I, fix the problem? I think I would say, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I I have been there before. I know exactly how you feel. Can I do anything to help you? Shut up, lady. I'm trying to get my baby to fall asleep. Why don't you let me hear you? Let me hold him or her. Let me hold him for you. Give you a give you a quick break. You would say let that. Me help. Okay. I would love right. to help. Lauren, if you can't see, but I'm Lauren bouncing is bouncing a, baby, a an imaginary bouncing baby. an imaginary <laughs> Casper the Ghost baby. Okay, have fun with that. I'll take the red eye. I don't know. It might it might work. I might be able to help out a baby. The baby whisperer, Lauren. Would you rather be constantly sticky or constantly itchy? Oh wow. Uh, I hate both of those. I hated sticky when I was a kid, especially. When I was a kid, I'd freak out if I got any like Jelly or jam on my hands, but itchy. Look at me. Look at me right now. My arm is itchy. Yeah, I'm I don't think elbow. I would. I don't think I would want to be itchy all the time. Yeah, I, there's nothing worse than an itch that you cannot satisfy, like a scratch. Like you yeah. can't scratch it. Ugh. It's like when you think there's a spider in your bed, and then for the rest of the night you just I keep feeling a spider leg like on mm-hmm. you. No thanks. I'll probably take sticky. Yeah, I'm going to go sticky, too. I feel like I'm oh, already. That's rough though. I'm already sticky all the time. I got two little kids. Let me throw a bonus one at you. Would you rather be sticky, itchy, or like wet clothes? Oh gosh! Like a wet T-shirt. Sticky. Oh no sticky. way! I I mean, well, I'll probably take itchy still because the the wet T-shirt I can't do. That was probably my least favorite. You said you didn't want to take itchy, so you'd be sticky. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. I'll be sticky. Sorry. Yeah, I'll be sticky. I have wet clothes, the worst. If I barely step on like a tiny drop of water in the kitchen and I'm wearing socks. Oh, wet socks, I have socks, to take my socks man. off. How about wet socks with shoes on? You ever had that? No oh, way. disgusting. And those are some of your would you rather questions. It's Joey and Lauren. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got the most stressful jobs around. We did not make the list. Sorry. Morning, morning show host did not make it. I apologize. It just barely missed it. Yeah. Just barely. The, the, I mean, the early mornings are rough, but you know what? And then the sitting and the talking and sitting in sweatpants, not exactly not exactly stressful. Hang on a second. I work hard. It's not hard work, but I work hard. Yeah, and I'm wearing jeans, so you're right. I, I actually don't wear... The only time I'll wear joggers is like on a Friday or something. I brushed my hair today. Yeah, okay. Come on. So look at us taking uh, down that stress. Is there anything that you think of when you think of a really, really stressful job? I want to say like like an attorney I would feel like is really stressful because you've got people's I mean sometimes depending on what type of law you're in you have people's lives yeah. to kind of figure out whether it's you know relationships or their businesses or their money or whatever the conflict is that feels like a lot of pressure. My brother-in-law's an attorney and he's definitely stressed out. Got a big house but he's stressed out yeah, so that it's feels, kind of, you know I would be super stressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um that or a, a law enforcement. I feel like law enforcement would be pretty oh, yeah, stressful. Oh yeah, man, that's really stressful. I thought of a surgeon. You know when you hear these things like 12-hour surgery, I'm like you can't just you can't just be like, oh, man, the case of the Mondays. Am I right? All right, let's uh, clip the heart. Yeah. <laughs> clip <laughs> like, the heart? I don't know. What? Like, but don't you, like, what? If, you can't have an off day as a surgeon. Not really. Yeah. No. You, you don't want to, like, can you imagine waking up from surgery and your surgeon's like, yeah, not my best work, but uh, we got it done, you know, in case our, of the Mondays. My son recently had surgery, and I was talking to his surgeon before and, like, asking all the crazy questions. And he's like, I, I've done this a lot. Like, he was kind of reassuring me. And then I'm like, 
But what if this is the one time you don't do it good, yeah. right? I get really nervous about stuff like you that. Should, you should hear Lauren talk to a surgeon. I mean, it was our four-year-old son going through surgery. It was kind of a scary moment, but you are interviewing like, now, do you wear gloves? That's, okay, okay. I just want to make sure you wear gloves, okay? And he'll, he will be put out on anesthesia. He's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I have an irrational fear of waking up during like anesthesia. Like I have a huge fear of waking yeah. up during something like that. I mean, it's something freaks me out, too. All right, so here we go. These are the uh, top 10 most stressful jobs. I apologize. I can't even pronounce half these ones. A nurse anesthetist. Anesthetist. Is it like a a nurse that helps with the anesthesia? I think it's anesthesia, yeah. A-N-E-S-T-H. Anesthetist? Anesthetist, yeah. Anesthetist. Nurse anesthetist. Monitor patients, <laughs> vital signs, and oversee patient recovery from yeah. anesthesia. All right. Okay. So they're after you wake up from anesthesia. That's the most one of the most. Well, stressful. think about it. what if they're not responding well. Uh, number nine, first line supervisors of retail sales workers directly oh, supervise okay. and coordinate activities of retail sales workers in an establishment or department. Okay, retail. That yeah. uh, that is a tough gig as well. Number eight, public safety telecommunicators. Okay. Uh, 911 operators. Yep. 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 That's got to be stressful. They are so calm, and I don't know how they do it. If I was on the other end and I want to be like, oh my gosh, that's scary. That and like poison control people. I've called poison control before for our kids, and they're so calm. They're like, okay, and tell me what the problem is. And I'm like, how are you remaining calm right now? Number seven, obstetricians and gynecologists. Oh, yes. OB doctors. Yeah, man. They are our OB doctor, man. Not only just the delivery itself, but they're sometimes dealing with like tons of patients who are currently yeah. pregnant with different issues and you got to manage all of that my gosh i've never been pregnant but i've been around you being pregnant and it doesn't seem like it's a fun the time. amount of questions i call and ask my ob while i'm pregnant oh yeah Mm-mm. and it, when you think of a doctor's appointment how long do you think you're going to be there because just add two hours and that's lauren's appointments <laughs> You know, like, it's just crazy. I have a doctor's appointment today. Uh, number six, yeah, good luck. All-nighter. Number six, acute care nurses. Okay. Most six most stressful job. Yeah, that would be stressful. Number five, telephone operators. Getting this hung up on all the time. P- provide information by yes. accessing alphabetical, geograph- geographical, and other directories. So, I wouldn't yeah. put that over an OB doctor, yeah. but okay. Though, you know, I've never worked at like a call center, but I think I would be able to get in the mindset and be like, they're not mad at me. They're mad at the system. They're not mad at me. They're not, you know, they don't, even though they're cussing me out and saying mm-hmm. I'm an idiot, they're not mad at me. I feel like somewhat everybody should work in some sort of a call center job at one, once in their yeah. life. Number four, judges. Judges, most stressful, fourth most stressful job. Uh, judge Judy, that looks like it's a fun time. Now, yeah, she's made it to the judge. top of the mountain, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to handle that. I'd like to handle someone that's, that hasn't paid their rent and their dog bit them. You know, I could handle something like that. Those small claims court. Yeah. Number three, anesthesiologist assistant. That Oh, assistant. Okay, I think an anesthesiologist, I'm changing my answer. That has to be number one. You it think has that's to be number, number one? one? Well, I think anesthesiologist so. assistant is number three. Yeah. Number two, this surprised me. I think this is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. I have done this. I did this in college. Film and video editors is the number two most stressful Why? job. Like deadlines. I hated trying to get it. it right. I'll tell you, I hated editing video, and I had to do it for you know like a news program when I was in college. Something I hated tells it. Tells me an anesthesiologist assistant is a little bit more stressful than that, but. I don't know. I haven't done either of those things. Yeah, it's pretty stressful being an anesthesiologist. Yeah, but can you imagine I had to edit a commercial right now? Oh, man. Wouldn't (laughs) want to do that. And number one, number one most stressful job is urologist. Oh, really? I wonder why. Yeah, I guess so. 
And it's a big job. It's a I'm big deal. I'm trying to think if I know my urologist. I don't know. What I'm do you trying mean, to if you remember, know. Yeah. If you know I, him? Well, I've been I've been to plenty of urologists. TMI, but just so you want to know, that's what I'm telling you. But you, you don't remember the morning, doctor. But I, I can't remember his name. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jackson, Dr. Jackson. Shout out, Dr. J. Appreciate you, buddy. It's time to fix my life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren and his fix my life. So uh, Rachel is with us and um, new stepmom. Is it new stepmom first Christmas? Is that what we're dealing with here? That's the way I read the message. Yeah. New stepmom uh, and first Christmas with the stepkids. And you know what? Holidays and uh, step parents and all this. Stuff. I mean, Lauren, you grew up with divorced parents. Mm-hmm. I know the holidays. Did you do every other Christmas? How did you do it? I uh, did every other Christmas throughout most of my childhood. Okay. And then when I got older, I mostly was just at my mom's. Did you get two Christmases, two birthdays, all that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, we got a couple things from both of my okay. families. Yep. Um, so, Rachel, welcome to Fix My Life. It sounds like this is a little bit of a hurdle for you. You've got some nerves around this first Christmas. Yes, definitely. I'm very, very nervous. Um, my husband and I, well, my new husband and I have a few kids, and I'm their stepmom, obviously, and, uh, you know, of course I love them so much, and I've been in their lives now for a couple years, but I just moved into the house with my husband and the kids, and, you know, I'm a little nervous because this is our first big holiday together under one roof as, you know, the new family structure, and so I'm just a little nervous about, you know, how things will play out with the gift giving and stuff because I want to give them all these gifts and I have all these ideas for stuff I want to get for them but I don't want to do too much does that make sense sure yeah you don't want to maybe go overboard are you now are you worried about maybe offending their mother or are you having a hard time with making sure you don't come on too strong a little bit of both. I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm stepping on anyone's toes, but I also don't want them to feel like I didn't put in any effort either. So yeah, you, you don't want to that line. Uh-huh. You don't want to yeah. get them a Nintendo Switch and then their, uh, you know, their mom gets um, uh, a basketball or something. I, I understand that. Exactly. Like I understand that you, yeah. you want to make it. First of all, I think if we're putting all of our investment into presence, and presence is a sign of affection or love. That's not the case, right? I mean, but I uh, young kids, young kids go goo goo gaga crazy over mm-hmm. gifts, and so a lot of times, young kids will take, mm-hmm. oh, so and so got me this, and are you're trying to avoid the awkward Comparisons. like, yeah, you're trying mm-hmm. to avoid the awkward like, well, mom, did you know what Rachel got us? Rachel got us this, and just making it kind of a weird deal. Is that kind of what you're dealing with? Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah, absolutely. You, you know, I think yeah, it's- and I just don't. You know, I don't want to be seen as, you know, intrusive or yeah. overstepping, but I want to make it a good holiday. Too. Yeah. yeah, I think it's smart to be cautious, um, but also and I'm not not saying your feelings aren't valid, but I do think there's a bit of overthinking here, too. Like sometimes you just overthink it. And at the end of the day, I don't know that it's the biggest deal ever that you get them gifts. If you see something or know something that they would love and you want to get it for them. Absolutely. I think you can do that. Maybe the best way to do it is if your husband and his ex-wife are still in, you know, relatively good terms, maybe you you tell your husband, I mean, we're kind of running out of time here, but maybe you tell your husband and you go, hey, I was thinking about getting this stuff for the kids. We should do this for them. Maybe you should check with their mom to make yep. sure that she hasn't already gotten them uh, the communication. same thing. Communication. All three of you communicate. Yeah, or maybe it's not gifts and you guys go on a little trip together next time they're they're visiting your house or vice versa, right? Maybe you do something like that. But from my experience growing up, I never sensed any issues 
with the gifts that I so got. So you from never my had parents. like a oh my dad got me this, but my mom got me this. No, and and both of my both sides of my family were relatively similar in income as far yeah, as okay. we didn't so have you didn't, much. You didn't have like your dad's family was really no. well off and your mom's got it. We didn't have much. So m- my gifts were kind of all in the same kind of playing field and, and I didn't get much, which yeah. I'm fine with. I'm glad that I, I didn't because, you know, it sometimes is a little overkill. So, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe you communicate with your husband and, and his ex if you think that that's a good idea. It reminds me, Rachel, of the scene from Daddy's Home where it's like, oh, I got the iPhone. It goes, oh, Greg already got me the iPhone. You know, one of those <laughs> yeah, moments yeah, yeah. like you don't want that. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Rachel, does your does your husband and uh, his ex-wife? I mean, are you guys pretty open and communicative? I mean, we are about, you know, schedules and things like that. But, um, you know, this is just new territory with Christmas. And yeah. I, I feel like it's a really special time. And it's got to be hard for her, too, for the, you know, for their mom to be yeah. alone and oh, away totally. from her own kids. Oh, I can't even. So. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I know. I, but you have that, right? I mean, depending on the custody situation, one of you may be home alone on Christmas morning mm-hmm. while your kids are over somewhere else, and that's got to be rough. One thing I really appreciated as a kid with divorced parents at a young age is when I would visit my dad or my mom, vice versa, whichever parent I was staying with, they gave me the time to be on the phone and yeah. talk to my other parent yeah. on Christmas. You know, like some parents would be like, it's my time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But my mom would always make sure I got time during the day at some point to call my dad or vice versa. My dad would make sure I got time to call and talk to my mom to kind of include them in the yeah. day. Well, uh, Rachel, we'll have some people chime in and uh, text us or call us about um, how to handle that first, um, you know, Christmas as the new step parent. Okay. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. So let's help Rachel out. You can text us, 68719. You can call us as well, and uh, we'll get to some of your answers, your responses, your advice uh, next on Joey and Lauren. This is Fix My Life with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Fix My Life. So Rachel joined us, and uh, she is a new stepmom uh, for Christmas. This is her first Christmas with her stepchildren, and she's like, here is the deal. I want to give them some awesome gifts, like, but I... I it's a weird time, right? Holidays can be very, very strange in this situation. She's like, I don't want to overstep where it's like, oh, you know, Rachel, you know, oh, don't worry, Mom. Rachel got me the iPhone for Christmas or something right. like that. We've seen that, right? We've seen the I, one of my really good friends growing up, his parents were divorced, and his Christmases were nuts because literally it was a competition. It was an, it was like a gift-giving yeah. machine, right? It was just like, oh, my gosh, well, my mom got me this, and when my dad found out my mom got me this, he went and got me this after Christmas or whatever it is, right? right? And it can be really, really tough. So we asked you to text us, 68719. Um, Lauren, you suggested you got to communicate. You yeah. all got to get together and talk. Yeah, I think you communicate and maybe talk to yeah. your husband and have him talk to his ex-wife and say, hey, we're thinking of getting our kids this, that, and the other. Yep. Is that okay? Do you already have something planned? But also, a lot of people bringing up good points on the text line. Uh, this texture says, as long as you're doing it with good intentions and because you love these kids, gift them what you feel like you want to gift them, as long as you're not doing it out of spite to intentionally hurt another parent. Yeah. Right? Like, it's all about the intention. Because if you're like, ooh, I'm going to get the kids this so their mom gets annoyed, that's a problem. The vibe I got from Rachel was she actually cares a lot about the mom and Mm -hmm. wants to make sure that she doesn't feel like, oh, stepmom walks in and tries to do these crazy gifts. So I actually think the the mindset she's coming with is actually really good. It's really healthy. It's saying, hey, I I don't want to overstep here. I don't want to overstep as a a new step parent for my first Christmas. Uh, This one says, communicate. 
I've been a step parent before at Christmas, and it's so nice when all of the parents are on the same page. Yeah, um, this text says, I am the victim of my ex-husband's new wife constantly trying to one-up me on gifts, uh, and it drives me crazy. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, it is. And then, especially depending on how young your kids are, if your mm-hmm. kids are younger, you know, I think older kids can be like, okay, I see the, you know, I see the, the kind of the writing on the wall. I see peel behind the curtain. I see the yeah. intentions. A young kid? You give them a Power Wheels or whatever, they're like, oh, my gosh, you're the coolest person ever. Right. And that can be really, really tough. Yeah. No, you're, you're so exactly right. Um, more people just saying, just have a conversation. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. This texture says, maybe set yourself a money limit and don't spend more than $50 or $100 per kid. Okay, I love this. How about this? It says, if you're really worried about it, give them an experience that they'll go on with their mom. So you, the oh. stepmom, your gift is like tickets to something that you're like, hey, take your mom to this. Oh, that's sweet. That's pretty cool. Unless I like that the, idea. Unless the ex thinks it's, like, yeah. sneaky. Like, on purpose. Yeah, like, trying yeah. to be, you know what I mean? That's like you giving me a gift of, like, a boy's weekend. It's like, wow, you really care. That's awesome. Go for it. And a heart Move of Whatever gold. makes you happy, go for it. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for your Joey life hack. You can heal paper cuts and immediately stop the pain by rubbing chapstick on the wounded area. Get some chapstick. Chapstick, chapstick on paper cl- paper cuts or paper clips. Paper wow. cuts. Oh, well, paper I don't cuts, wanna, man. I don't want to get a paper cut to try that out, but Let's next time it. I'll have to remember. Let's try it. Let, here, let me no just put way. this paper in between my fingers. And, ah, can you imagine? That hurts me just thinking can about it. Can you imagine? I just took my piece of paper, put it between my fingers. Oh, yeah. Just watching you almost do that really freaked me out. I feel like that could be in a horror movie. Like, that could be in the Saw movies, and I think that'd be it's worse than half the stuff torture. they do that. Yeah, it's it really torture. is. Until you have chapstick. That should be like the new James Bond scene. They're like, the, the, he gets captured and they're like, give him paper cuts. And he's like, he's got some chapstick in his back pocket. He's like, I actually doom, doom, doom. don't know if I could intentionally give myself a paper cut. I feel like it wouldn't work. I think paper cuts only happen accidentally. You know what I mean? It's like stubbing your toe on purpose. It's, yeah, it's that's really work. hard to do. It's not going to work. Yeah, that's really hard to do. Um, I do have a question. You know, holiday season, I feel like every other day we're getting a knock at the door with uh, some treats, which I love. And I want to have this disclaimer before neighbors or friends get mad at me. But I have a question. I have a question about the treats that keep getting delivered to our home. Again, I love them, but I'm starting to get a little overwhelmed with the amount of treats, okay? You say overwhelmed. I say fat. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've been getting fat um, because of all these treats. Here's my thought process. Whoever is making these treats, and I've been there myself making treats for people, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of time, energy, then you go deliver, you do all these things, and it's all out of the goodness of your own heart, and it's always appreciated. But what if I don't eat them? Like, I feel bad if I don't eat them, and I don't want them to go in the garbage. Yeah. Can I re-gift someone's treat and then say it's from me? I mean, you know, you, you know me. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to give a disclaimer. If you get a box of treats for Christmas from a neighbor— and you are sitting there going, we've already got the puppy chow. We've already got the caramels. We've already got all that. I can't eat this, right? I'm going to die. I don't think you should re-gift it and knock on someone's door and be like, hey, this is homemade from me. So That's don't, don't up. say it's from me. No. But what you do is you do bring them to the office or you give them to somebody else and you just full disclaimer, hey, my neighbor gave me this. 
I've got so much stuff in my house, I can't handle it. Please take this. So it is fair to re-gift if you announce the re-gifting, but foul to re-gift if you claim it as your own. 100%. This is like, you remember that one time that you ordered, like, pasta from a restaurant and you put it in your own dish and acted like you actually made it by your hand? Yeah, it was genius. That was messed up. That was dishonest. That was, you know, lying. But if you just go, hey, I wanted to, you know, bring you this food from this restaurant. I think it's more messed up to throw out somebody's hard worked, like hard, you know, treats that they made. They worked hard at doing that. But also, if I have a family that I wanted to bring treats to, now all of a sudden, I don't have to make anything because my other neighbor brought me some. True story. What do people do that are on a diet? And they get and neighbors are dropping off marshmallows and cookies and what I'll do you tell do? You, what you shouldn't do. Don't tell them no. That is super rude. Don't tell them no. And I kind of agree with you. I don't just think throw them away. That just that feels so wrong. I know because I make treats for people and I'm in the kitchen forever and it's a lot of work and I want them to enjoy it. And if I find out they're giving it to somebody else, I would be mad. But imagine getting a tin of cookies, taking off the name tag, and then putting your own last name and then handing it Ooh. off. Oh, okay. So when you put it in perspective as if this were me, I hate that. That feels so messed up. I bring, I want to bring them to work because yeah. right now in our kitchen, as we speak, we have a bag of caramel corn. We have two or three tins of all sorts of cookies, fudge, caramels, um, you know, peppermint bark, all that. There's no way we're going to eat it all. And I can't. But the problem is every day when I get home from the show, what do I do? I go over to the tin and I start snacking. And then all of a sudden, I've had four sugar cookies in one day. The holidays. So bring them to work. I okay. think you bring them to the break room. But then I would feel bad if somebody got sick off of something thinking it was from me, but it really wasn't from me. It was somebody else. And I can't determine what had yeah. happened during the baking process. Now, how would know. you feel if you bake, you bake cookies for Christmas, you give them to a neighbor? How would you feel if you were talking to that neighbor a week later and they go, oh, my gosh, I actually brought them to my office. We have so many treats. They loved them at I work. I would be actually upset. I think you I would, would be, be upset. I would so be a you little want, offended. When you give gifts to the Johnson family, you want to make sure they're eating those treats in their house. Yes. Well, good luck because it's just too much calories. Too. I need a text later to tell me how amazing oh it is. Oh, my gosh. You know what we <laughs> need to start doing? Stop giving away treats. Everyone does treats. Uh, you know what I want to do? Candles. If any of my neighbors are listening, next Christmas, I want candles. Oh, I yeah, like a good a, candle. Uh, last year, somebody gifted us a hand soap. Like a little uh, Christmas-themed hand soap with, Toilet a, paper, with a washcloth like tied to it. And I'm like, man, I could use that. But you're right. The treats, though I love them and appreciate them, and I want to be clear that I don't want Boy, to we stop sound getting treats. so grateful. But it's it's one of those things. Like, what do you do when you're so overwhelmed with the treats? I would like a Yankee candle, please. Give me a good brand. Oh, wow. That's, that's my that's my final, that's that's my final suggestion. That's I'm much. sure the neighbors love us right now. Where did that answer come from? It's time for the five-second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time to play Five Second Rule. We have Brian with us today playing along. Hey, Brian, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Hi, hi. Is it Brian with a Y or Brian with an I? Uh, The correct spelling with the I. Okay. What did you spell it with? I wrote it with a Y. Because our coworker spells it with a Y. So did I. Gosh, it is. You, so you're you're obviously Team I. I mean, you'd never be Team Y if you're Team. <laughs> His if name you, is Brian. I know, I. but if it's but do you ever? How often does it happen where people spell it with a Y? And what do you say to them besides you know slapping them in the face? I mean, I'm a little more graceful than that. Okay. I, I'm right. not that kind of a mean person. Right, He's like, don't Sounds put that good. on me. Okay, well, I just crossed it out and wrote it the correct way. And it, you know what? I'll be honest. I did too, and it looks better. It looks correct. All right, here we go, <laughs> Brian with an I. Okay, um, big question for you. Who do you want to go first? We're all going against each other. Um, I'm going to let you guys go first. Okay, perfect. All right, okay. so Lauren, why don't we start with you? Okay. Name three 
things you would use to set the table? Um, a tablecloth, plates, forks, napkins, okay. and cup. Mm. I feel like that was too easy. I should have gone with another one. That was pretty dang yeah, easy. I'm not going to lie. I know, I know, I All know. All right, Joey, name three fonts. Fonts? Uh, um, Times New Roman, Calibri, and Comic Sans. Wow, mm. look at you. Okay. I thought I'd get you on that All one. All right, here we go, Brian. Okay, Brian, name three characters from The Lion King. Simba, Mufasa, Rafiki. Wow, there wow. we go. Not even a question. Our son would love you. Our son is on a, it's actually <laughs> sad. The thing he loves the most is the part where Scar throws Mufasa. He loves that scene. It's he actually, smiles. I'm a little concerned. He yeah. reenacts the scene with his toys. Just and he yesterday. Goes, Help me, brother. And I'm like, oh, no. Last night he's in the bath and he's clawing onto the bathtub. But he goes, brother, help me. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, don't do that, man. It's sad. Okay. All right, so we all have a point going into round two. Back to Lauren, name three, motorcycle manufacturers. Harley Davidson, Kawasaki, and Suzuki? Mm. Suzuki one? I think Suzuki is one, yeah. Right? But I I feel like you gave it halfway through the buzzer. We're not going to give it to you. Yeah, I just went to the judges. I just went to the judges. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. All right. All right, Joey, name three preschool songs. Uh, I, I'm a big kid now, ABCs. Um, and okay, first Reels. of all, I'm a big kid now is a commercial jingle, yeah. not a preschool song. Toys R Us or a song? <laughs> That's uh, pull-ups. It's I'm pull-ups. a big kid now. No, that doesn't count. I sing that to my son. I sing I'm a big kid now. Fine, Nobody whatever. Pre- no preschool teacher singing that to the kids, I don't think. I want to take our kids to a preschool <laughs> that sings company jingles. Okay. All right, so Brian, you can take advantage here. You can get the lead. Okay, Brian, name three. TV sitcoms. Seinfeld, Big Bang Theory, and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah! All right, Brian has the lead as we go to round three. Brian with two points. Uh, Lauren and I just with one. Lauren named three pet peeves. Um, Chewing, breathing, not putting your shopping (laughs) cart away. And no, we're not. Your breathing is not a pet peeve. <laughs> that is a, that is a terrible advice. Okay, but mouth breathe. breathing really bothers no, me. Can, like you when can't. you breathe through your mouth, like that noise. Brian, we'll let you decide. Should <laughs> breathing be considered a pet peeve? I, I don't think people should be uh, not frowned breathing. upon for breathing. So no. I agree. All that right. is kind of sick when you put it that way. Okay, back to me. Joey, name three characters from Stranger Things. Uh, Will, Mike, Eleven, Dustin. Um, hey. Yeah, sorry. I thought I'd get you under the no. pressure that you wouldn't be able to. What's the evil? Vecna? Yeah, I, I love Stranger Things. Okay, Brian, we both have two points, which means if you get this right, you win. Here we go. Name three dairy products. Yogurt, cheese, and sour cream. There it is. Oh. You get it done. What's your, what's your favorite out of those? Yogurt, cheese, and sour cream. Uh, cheese in general. Yeah, cheese, cheese is, is great. life. I've been eating grated cheese a lot, just right out of the bag. That hits different. I know it's a lot so of good. people that are very lactose intolerant, but they will do anything to still eat cheese. They're like, yep. it's cheese. I got to eat cheese. So, Brian, you go a perfect three for three. You get the outright win. We're going to hook you up. All right, man? Perfect. Thank okay. you. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.